Welcome to the Dr. Dab Show. Today, I have a very special guest with me, the beautiful Essie Michelle. Essie Michelle is a YouTube lifestyle content creator and creates videos on beauty and couples videos with her now husband. She and her husband, Maurice, are the owners of a clothing boutique, M Lux Label. She's also a newlywed and my doppelganger. Welcome, Essie Michelle. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy that you're here. Oh it's my like, God. It's so crazy just looking at you. I know. I'm just like <laughs> staring at you because it's just like looking in the mirror. Looking in the mirror. And it's just, I'm sure we're going to get to this, but it's so crazy how like we connected because people would comment on both of our videos like, you look like this person. You look yes. like this person. Well, people actually would think that I was you. People thought I was you. That is so... And when I first... We can talk about how we actually met. When I was on Instagram, I I think I was just scrolling and I saw a picture of you, but you had on the same exact dress that I have. And I was like, wait, I had to do a double take because I really thought it was me. Right. And I get a lot of people who tell me I look like this person and that person, but I've never seen anyone who I felt like I actually look like this yeah, person. Same here. And like when I was showing your pictures to my parents, I was like, oh, do I look nice like in this? And they're like, yeah, you look beautiful. I'm like, that's not me. Oh, <laughs> This is Michelle. And it's so crazy that my middle name is Michelle. Yes. I feel like we have so many similarities. Like yeah. our, our names are the same. We're both from Ghana. We're both YouTubers. And we both got married the same year. Mm. Yes. But, but you know what? Michelle is also a twin. You are an actual yeah, twin. I'm an actual twin. Yes. But with a twin brother. So we do not look alike. It's funny because I have a little brother. His name is Adam, And he's 10 years younger. But we look like twins. Oh, really? Yeah, versus me and my actual twin. His name is Adam. That's my son's name. <laughs> look at that's so crazy. That like, we're so literally crazy. so crazy. It's like serendipitous. It is. Yeah. It really is. And we met in LA. We were like, we had to meet. Yeah. So we ended up meeting in LA a few years ago and we went to dinner and it's that was nice. It was really nice. Yeah. So I'm happy because now you've moved to I LA. Moved to LA. So welcome. I'm officially here so I can actually hang out with Michelle more. So I'm excited to be here. Yes. So welcome. And you are a newlywed. Yes, I am. Congratulations. Thank you. And congrats to you. I remember when we were chatting about it. Like, oh. so crazy. So crazy how far we've come, like, and have yes. stayed connected. So, oh. yeah. so tell me about your wedding because that was a whole thing, right? Yes, yes. It was a whole thing. So initially we were going to have about like 250 people, you know, wow. the African weddings. <laughs> like Africans love to go over the top and I was one of them. Um, <laughs> and then COVID happened okay, because it was a two-year engagement. Then COVID happened and we had to like figure out what to do. So we had to like um, truncate the 250 people to only 30 people. What? So there is some people that are mad. Oh. And there's some people that are upset, but we had to do like what was best for us. Um, and actually it worked out and I loved it because we saved a lot of money. My wedding was about to be 100K. Maurice was not a, was not happy about that. He was pretty mad. But, you know, I was like, I got to do it for Instagram. I have to do it for social media. And I'm so grateful it did not work out because I saved so much money. Uh -huh. My my small wedding was only 10000 Wait, but why did you think you had to do it for social media? <sighs> uh, I mean, at least you're all... <laughs> Bella Nigel wedding. <laughs> I love how honest you are because most people wouldn't say that, even yeah. though they may feel like that. Yeah, no. But I would you wanted to be I on there. To be on there, even though they posted us anyway. I wanted to have those weddings that I saw all the time on there, oh. and I felt like because we were like YouTubers and social media influencers, people were expecting us to have a big wedding. So I thought I had to deliver, but I didn't realize what I was doing to myself. And yeah. So did you go through the entire wedding planning process and you got to the point where you had to cut it down or you knew 
pretty early on that it was going to have to get cut down? Um, no, I got through the whole process. Like, my wedding was supposed to be in May, and it wasn't until the month prior, before, that I was like, I have to cut it back. I was adding things on. I wanted people dropping down from the ceiling. I remember. <laughs> yes. You wanted, like, elephant-shaped like, elephant. things. Listen. And, listen. Yes. <laughs> I wanted you to come to luxury. But then I was like, okay, I really have to reel it back. But— like I said, like, not thank God that COVID happened, but for me, it helped me, like, redirect and refocus okay. and focus on what really matters and the people that really matter mm. than trying to do this big thing for social media. That's so good. Yeah. You're right. That re that refocus. Yeah. Your attention on what was important. Yeah. So you and Maurice were dating for how long before you got married? So we were dating for 10 years before we got, well, we were dating for eight years before he proposed and then 10 years before we got married. And I know like a big thing that people would say to us on, on YouTube is like, oh, he's never going to propose or oh, he's, you know, oh my social goodness. media. But the thing is, we started when we were like babies, like 18. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if they wanted me to get married at like 20, 22, <laughs> but like we still had time to grow and we had goals that we wanted to achieve. Like Maurice didn't even graduate college until a couple years after me because he kept on um, transferring to different schools, trying to figure out his different majors. And you know, when you do those slight changes, it brings it's, you back. That's you back. Yes, that's you back. And he wanted to propose like when we were 23, but he wanted to make sure that he had the, the specific type of ring that he thought I would like and and I told him like you can get me a thousand dollar ring like I would would not even care but he was like no you I, really wouldn't care okay of maybe. course you're gonna care <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah yeah I yeah, would care you're gonna care but he wanted to make sure he did it right and he got he could afford it so he didn't give me a ring until he could afford it and I think that's a lot of that's the thing that people don't understand. They just think, oh, you guys have been together for so long. Why hasn't he proposed yet? Right. But can he do it when he's ready? When he's financially, mentally, spiritually ready? You know? It's true. People don't think about that. They just want oh. to live through you when they yeah. just want to see what they think the flow is supposed to be. But if you're not prepared, then the marriage is not going to last. Exactly. It's just a wedding. It's just a wedding. Exactly. Like, we're honestly, like, what? It's 10 years that you're... Do you have to be together to be in a common law marriage right. or something? So technically we were married. <laughs> like, I, like, we were married people. Um, so I'm just grateful that it finally did happen and the day happened. Um, but I just, social media, like, you know, clearly social media gets to me a little bit. And then I have to like... Pull back. Pull back. Yeah. Right. Because you haven't been on social media in what, like a year? Yeah. Almost? So like, yeah. You took like a, almost I, like a year off. Yeah. Right? It's still a year that I haven't been on YouTube. It's just a lot. Like I will post on Instagram now just mm -hmm. to show people that I'm still there. You know, I still have brand deals and stuff, obligations, but I've taken a step back from what, how much I used to share on social media. Mm. I would share so much on YouTube. And now I'm like, you know what? I love the community that I was able to grow on social media, but I need my personal space. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You definitely shared a lot. Yeah. With Maurice, though, how did you know he was the one? Oh, great Because 10 years is a long time. And a lot of times when you start dating someone... When you're that young, yeah, you may think that they're the right person, but then as time goes on, as you get older, you start right. having different desires and you might realize, okay, this was like young love. Mm -hmm. Or even like sometimes you may not even see the person you're dating at like 21 as your husband. Right. But it seemed like you probably kind of already had that. Yeah. 
locked in? What made you believe that he was the one for you? That's a great question. I think that with me and Maurice, like when I first saw him, when we were like 15, I was like, that is going to be my boyfriend. I knew from day one he was going to be my boyfriend. I didn't think long picture like he was going to be my husband. But when I saw that he was going to be my boyfriend, I put it into it into existence, right? I spoke on it. Um, And then when we started dating, like I would see him growing in different ways, like so that he could make sure he was like the man for me. So like even with the school situation, like he um, transferred schools and he was thinking about not completing college, but I literally gave him the ultimatum. I was like, if you do not complete college, we will not be together. And the fact that he like listened to me, he made sure he got himself back into college. Like he goes above and beyond for me and just shows me how much he loves me every day. And I'm like, this is my husband. Like he does everything and anything to make me happy. Like he doesn't, he never wants to see me like sad or upset. And like, I'm like, I'm never going to get that love anywhere else. Like, I love him so much and he loves me so much. And I think we have a a really great bond because we did grow together. Mm -hmm. And we want to see the best for each other. So it's just like, it was really easy for us to get married. Oh, yeah. What do you think made him believe that you were the woman for him? Oh, great question. I think it's because I never gave up. Like, I never gave up in rooting for him okay. and wanting the best for him. So, like, like I think I'm, like, in his corner mm-hmm. in a way that, like, he probably never had people in his corner oh, before. Um, from, like, you know, family and stuff like that. So, I think just me showing him, like, oh, like, I'm going to help you go back to school. I'm going to help you do this. I'm literally going to write your resume for you because I want you to get this job. Like, I just just would not stop, <laughs> like, just assisting in ways that I could assist. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he was just like, yeah, this girl loves the hell out of me. <laughs> so it was just like a mutual just love. Like, yeah. not just me helping him to become the man he is today, but just me showing him my love. Like, I'm a gift giver, too. Mm, so I love giving— like me. Yeah. Okay. We're twins. We are, pretty much. Um, so I love giving him <laughs> gifts. I don't know. Like, we love just showing— He's a—his love language is physical touch. Okay. Mine is gifts. Okay. So we both just make sure we do our love languages, but then we try to also do the other person's love language. Right. Yeah. <laughs> do you think he's scared of you? Ooh, wow, Michelle. I mean, when you started telling me that you're having him do this and this and this, I was just thinking about, you know, and I don't know, Marie, so I don't know, but I do remember myself being younger and dating certain men that didn't have people in their corner. And Mm -hmm. I knew that they appreciated me, but there was also like a bit of like, I don't want to say fear, but it was almost like they were a little bit afraid of me. Mm-hmm. And not, and I think some of that is healthy, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, I think your husband should be a little bit afraid of you. Yeah. A little bit. But it was for, for them, like, in my past, it was more than a little bit. It was like, I'm going to pretend like I'm doing everything she wants, and then I'm going to do what I want on the side. Mm, wow. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, I don't think he's afraid of me. <laughs> I think it's like he... He know he know he knew that he needed direction. I see. And it was okay. just like, oh, if I want to be with this woman and I need direction, I might as well just follow, you know, the advice that she's giving, the path that she wants, because she's gonna lead us to success. Right. And so I don't think it's like, yeah, that he was ever afraid. It's like I want to make sure I don't do anything to make this woman upset with me because I love her so much. And that is different. And yeah, it's different. And that I think it's different. like a form of respect. Yes, you're right about that. Mm-hmm. Now, I've noticed that Marie slowly got more comfortable being on camera yes. because at first, he's, he's he's like a pretty mellow person, yeah, right? He's, he's pretty mellow. So laid back. Chill. <laughs> Which is chill. what you need because if both of you were like hype, it would be problematic. 
I've noticed that he's gotten more confident on camera. Was that something that you really wanted? Was for him to be integrated into your channel? Was he like opposed to that at first? Or was he always open to something like that? Yeah, great question. He was opposed to it at first. He did not, <laughs> he did not want to be featured. I had to drag him on. Um, so initially, I started my channel just for Essie Michelle. Like, it's literally Essie Michelle. And then we spun off and made a couple's channel. But um, I featured him in one video and the girls loved him. They're like, bring Marie back on. Da, 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 da. So I'm just like, you know what? This is going to have to be my strategy. Like, I'm not using my husband, but I was using my husband to get the views. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. But I just love seeing how far he's blossomed mm -hmm. on camera because he like wasn't that person before like he never wanted to be on camera he hates speaking on camera okay. yeah like so just being able to see his growth is just like amazing and I love how much more comfortable he is yeah he seems camera. a lot more confident now mm -hmm. but being that you were being open and you were sharing your relationship with the world on social media that can definitely be a little bit nerve-wracking in so many different ways especially because like you said, the girls liked him. And, you know, he's handsome. You're yeah. beautiful. You guys are a really handsome couple. But you do sometimes have to be careful about people on social media because I've experienced that my own in the past. It can definitely bring a lot of negativity and temptation mm. to Maurice. So how do you navigate that piece? Oh, Wow, these questions. I love them. Um, no, that's a fantastic question. We've had situations where girls would be sliding into his DMs, literally saying, like, when you don't feel like being married anymore, call me. Oh, after you After married? we got married. Yeah. Yeah. People are so... But the funny thing is, like, he literally just shows it to me and we laugh at them. And I'm just like, you know what? Instead of me stepping to you like the woman I want to, I'm not. I'm going to be like Michelle Obama. So, like, you go low, I go high, right? That's, That's right. what she says. That's what she says. Yeah. So, I'm just like, we just laugh at yeah. them. Okay. Um, but the thing is, like, I know, like, we want, as women, we want to make sure that, like, our man, our men are just so into us. But, like, he really, like, loves the hell out of me. And I don't think he wants to ever even do anything to jeopardize that. So even though people, sometimes girls will be in his DMs, like, he doesn't even pay them any attention because he wants to make sure that we're good. Um, yeah, so, yeah, people, also people would comment sometimes on photos, like, I mean, on videos, mm -hmm. like, um, before we got married, like, oh, why would he buy the milk if the cow is free? No, why would he buy the cow? <laughs> why would he buy the cow if the milk is free? But what were they saying that about? Like, what was happening to make them say something like that? Yeah, well, because we'd be like, oh, we've been together for eight years, nine oh. years, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, girl, he's never gonna, like, propose to you. Like, why would he buy mm -hmm. the milk if the cow is free? Like, they would just say things to egg it on. And it was getting in my head. Mm -hmm. Like, especially, actually, year seven is when it really started getting into my head. Mm -hmm. But, like, they didn't know that he was waiting until he had, he was financially sick stable enough. Like, we weren't going to share that on YouTube. Right. Like, I'm not sharing everything with, the, you know? No. There's like a layer um, and a level of deepness that I want to go with my subscribers. Mm -hmm. um, but we knew he was waiting financially to do that. So just little things that they think that they know, but they don't really know. But what made you believe him? Because were you living together? Was that what it was? Um, By year... Yeah, when we were together for five years, okay. that's when we started living together. Because so people definitely, I mean, there is that notion where it's like, you don't necessarily always know that the person won't just one day wake up and say, you know what, it's been fun. Because yeah. that happens a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially, especially the men who feel like they were brought up into a certain place by another person and now they've 
gotten their wings and now they're going right. to fly away, right? Yeah. And it's like, I did all this. And a lot of women stayed for a long time and then realized that this person wasn't interested in marriage. So what made you believe him? Because I usually tell women not to do that. Yeah. I don't know. We just have a really great bond. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you probably can see it from our videos. Oh, yeah. It's stuff. very obvious. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> just also just... Just seeing, like, when we get deep, like, at home and just mm-hmm. talk about things, we get deep. And, like, I know Maurice on another level that people don't know him. Like, we show ourselves on social media, but there's a deeper level that, like, people would never know about Maurice. So that's why I knew that I could believe him. And that's why I know that, like, like every day, like, we've been together for 12 years. And recently, like, we've been, like, bickering at the littlest things, honestly. But, like, he shows me that he wants to make sure that we're good, like, all the time. So, yeah, I just... I just know his heart. Being together for 12 years is a really long time. So there's a lot of history there. What advice would you give to a person who's been with their partner for that long and there's been situations? It sounds like you've had a pretty smooth relationship, but sometimes there have been people who date and during that time, there's like cheating and there's lying and there's Mm. things that they've done that that person doesn't ever forget. And it just like that history just keeps traveling with them versus someone that you meet and you marry them in a year. And it's like, there's nothing to really like yeah. talk about. What advice would you give to someone who's dealing with that? Yeah. Um, another great question. So I am a person that like cheating is, that's it. Okay. If you cheat, I'm out. And Maurice knows that. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he's scared of me, but like he knows that. Hey, he has to, he has to have, <laughs> Like ultimatums in a sense because... I'm out. So I think like just knowing the type of person I am and I don't know like the people that are watching, but like if... If, if you are going to be constantly bringing that back up, mm-hmm. bringing up the hurt, bringing back the lies and the pain, then you might have to let it go because you'll never be fully happy. You'll never be able to break down those walls. And I know me as a person, like I would never be able to be fully happy. So that would be my advice to someone that's going through that. Like it might be time for you to spread your wings and maybe explore something new because you'll never be truly happy. You're always going to be thinking about that. Mm, you're right. Mm-hmm. Being married now, being a newlywed, you're in a different place. Yeah. Have you changed or have you seen him change now that you've been married? Wow. We actually had this a conversation like this like last week. Really? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I think now our minds and our goals have kind of shifted. Now we have to start thinking about kids. And we have to start thinking about, like, making sure, like, our finances are, you know, financially, we're, our, fi- Ooh, let me okay. not knock this You over. can start the sentence over. Okay. We have to make sure that our finances are in a great place because we have to prepare for our house and kids and things like that. So the way we look at life is a bit different. And then also, we also want to have fun mm-hmm. while we're doing it. We don't want to just, like, be buckled down just thinking about like the next goal. We also want to live in the present moment. And I think for me, that's changed a lot. Before I'm like, I need to get to the next goal, the next goal, the next goal. And I wouldn't think about living in my present. Oh, So now that's something that we're trying to actively do too. Like live in the present moment and be grateful. Like just moving to LA, like we never would have thought we would move out here. I never would have thought. I know. I told you I was never going to move out here. <laughs> But just being present, like, wow, like, we live here now. We get to do this and and hang out with our friends and meet new people. Like, it's just such a an amazing experience that, like, we're trying to live in. That's so nice. Do you have other married couple friends that we, you spend time with? Not married, but okay. relationships. Okay. Yeah. I think we should definitely do something together. Because I do think it matters in terms of being married and people who are in relationships. It's just different. There's certain things that once you're married— 
the stakes are a lot higher. Mm-hmm. And sometimes let's say, sometimes let's say you're talking to one of your friends who is not married. They may be in a relationship and they give you advice and they tell you, girl, don't, don't tolerate that. Don't do that. And you do it. You have to realize like you are married. This is a different ball game. Like you can't just take advice from anyone. Right. You really do need to be careful. And people, other people who are married understand that level of not being able to just do whatever you want and think that yeah. it's going to be okay. Like you can kind of do in a relationship. Yeah, very true. And one thing with our relationship too is we don't chat about our problems with our friends. You shouldn't. We don't. We you just shouldn't. keep it with each other. Our friends think, you know, think that we're happy-go-lucky, which we are, mm-hmm. but we never chat with our friends because, you know. That's it, a big thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for me personally, I had to shift because Before I was married, I used to chat with my friends. And then I started having friends who were getting married and they were talking to me about their husbands and they were doing pretty much only complaining. And once I started hearing that, I thought to myself, you know what? When I get married, I'm not telling anyone anything. Not even like my sister, no one really. Like I'll talk to God and I'll talk to him. But it's not just a trust issue. It's just more of like just protecting. Exactly. Exactly. Because you don't want them to be like, oh, you know, forget him and have all these negative, like, you know, <laughs> negative thoughts about your your partner, your your husband. You want them to think positive, positively of them. So like, if you're going to hear something about me and mm-hmm. Maurice, it's going to be positive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and people don't forget either. So it's like, even if I know something about someone else's husband or my husband tells me something about someone else. It's like, when I see that person, I'm going to remember, yeah. oh, I know what your husband was up to. Mm-hmm. You know, I just can't look at them the same. And I don't want people to not look at me or know my personal business within my marriage. Yes. So it's it's that's a big one. Yeah, So we, agree. we definitely should hang out regardless. Yes, regardless. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> now that you are married, you said that there has been some changes in the two of you. Mm-hmm. What would you say to a woman who has a husband who has changed drastically since they got married and now he's like disgusted with them? Like, let me just give you an example. Mm-hmm. Let's say she got married and she started getting into health and maybe became a vegan or maybe started working out a lot. And her husband's eating cheeseburgers every day. He's gaining so much weight. Now he doesn't care about what he looks like. He doesn't shower. And she's like genuinely disgusted with him. Mm. And let's say she brings it up to him and he just doesn't care. It's like, we're married. Deal with it. Yeah. What would you what would you say to a woman that's dealing with something like that? Well, one, like I feel like you should want to be attractive to your your partner, your spouse. So mm-hmm. like for a woman dealing with that, I would maybe pose it and pitch it as like, oh, we need to be healthy and we need to be, I would say we a lot. I wouldn't say like, you need to be going to the gym Mm. and you need to stop eating that junk food. I would say we and pose it as like a couple's thing that we're doing together for our health. And then like for me personally, with Maurice, he's a he's a gym freak. I just started getting into the gym, but it's because like we need to make sure we're fit for when we want to have kids. And like I want to make sure that like I bounce back when I have kids. So like I would just pitch it, to, I would pitch it to a woman by saying, like, make sure you make it like a collective thing, mm-hmm. um, not just pointing fingers at your husband that he's not doing X, Y, and Z. Definitely let him know like how you feel. Um, because like you want your partner to be attractive still and you want your tra- your partner to be attracted to you. It should be a two-way street. It shouldn't be like, oh, we're married, so now I can chill. Right. Every day you should be still dating. You should be still courting. Like that's how your relationship is still gonna grow and continue. So 
definitely speak up and then also make it like a we thing. Now, it's very obvious that you and Maurice are friends. You have a real friendship in your relationship, in your marriage. How does one become friends with their husband? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are like best friends. I know. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like I told you before, like I don't share my relationship stuff outside of my marriage. Like if we have any problems, we talk about it together. If we have exciting news, we talk about it together. He's like my go-to person. Mm-hmm. So I think for both women and men in relationships or whatever the couple dynamic is, you should make sure that your partner is like the first person you share great news with, the first person you call like when you need advice. Like I feel like that's how you build that friendship, not just having it be like a sexual you know, relationship, like build friendship out of it. Like make that person be your go-to. And I think that will make make you have that friendship level. That's great. Now you said that you keep your business private, but do you have girlfriends? I do. You do. Mm -hmm. What happens when they ask you questions and you're evading it and they notice it? Because I know that was something that was difficult for me. Like I said, I made a hard shift about sharing my personal business as soon as I got engaged. I stopped talking about my fiance. And it was one of those things where my friends would call me and they'd say, oh, so how's Josh doing? What's going on with this and that? And I would give a very elusive answer. Mm -hmm. I would not answer the question. And they could start to tell that I was not sharing. And it was a a huge shift for them because I used to share so much. And it definitely caused us to drift apart because they felt like I was being secretive. Mm. But I just, again, I just wanted to be protective of that. Yeah, for sure. What do you do when you are trying to protect that, but your friends are asking you questions? Oh, yeah. So I have like friendship levels in my head. (laughs) Of course, you should. So I do have my best friend who I'm really transparent with, but I still wouldn't go and say like, oh, he did this, he did this. I still am open with like how the relationship is, but I'm always chatting about the positives. Mm -hmm. Like I'm always throwing them. It's like sandwiching. You know, like when managers give feedback to people, Mm -hmm. they sandwich it. That's like what I do with my friend. And And it's only her that I will share like the most details with. Everyone else, it's like, we're good. Like, yeah. we're fine. Like, you see what we do on Instagram and YouTube. That, that's what, that's how we are. And that's how you should see it. <laughs> um, but like my best friend, Simone, like she's the only person that I would actually probably go a little bit deeper with. But she's known us since we first got together. Mm. Like, she mm. was telling me, like, how she felt when we were 18. Yeah. So, like, she knows our growth. Um. So, like, with her, I just navigate as, like, okay, yeah, I'm going to tell her, like, let her in, but I'm not going to be like, oh, he did this yesterday and he did it. Like, I'm never going to talk negatively about Maurice to her. I'm just going to be like, oh, yeah, like, this is what happened. Yeah. So, how do you, what, so how do you sandwich. Can you explain that to someone who really has no idea what that would look like? Okay, yeah. So a sandwich in for me is when I, if my friends ask me how like the relationship is or how things are going, I'm always going to start with the positive. Always going to talk about how like, oh, he did this. He bought me this. Like, oh, he like, you know, rubbed my back, ran me a bath, like something. I'm always going to start with the positive. Then I will go into maybe like, oh yeah, but the other day we were like just having like a debate about this and it kind of like, you know, just rub me the wrong way. And then I want to close it off with another positive. But at the end of the day, he's still amazing. He still has my best interest at heart. And that's how you sandwich it. Positive feedback and then positive. That's good. And it also helps you when you do that. It helps you to see things in perspective. Exactly. Right? Like yesterday, 
he was telling me that I need to drink more water because we we're both trying to meet like mm-hmm. our a specific water goal, mm-hmm. and I wasn't meeting my goal. Uh-huh. Like every because you know we're trying to be more fit, so yeah. I have to meet it like a gallon. <laughs> it's like a gallon a day. I'm not meeting it. And he's like, you need to drink more water, and I was really defensive. Yeah, um, <laughs> that sounds like my husband. He's always getting on me about that, and he would look at the water jug. He goes, I can tell yes! you're not drinking your your gallon yes. a day because there should be less water than he. And I'm like, will you just leave? Yeah, me I said, please, <laughs> please give me a break. I said, it's eleven. AM, please. Um, so, like, we were going back and forth, but I was telling my little brother. So, my little brother is who I chat with, oh, like, okay. you know, when uh-huh. I do chat. Um, so, I was telling him, but I sandwiched it. And I was like, I was upset with this, but I understand why he's doing that. He wants me to be healthy. He wants me to meet my goals. So, I, I can understand it. So, I always have to loop it back with the positive. And, That's really and it helps me navigate how I speak with Maurice about those situations because I can understand why he's, mm-hmm. you know, telling me to do this or suggesting I do this because I know he has my best interest at heart. Truly. Mm-hmm. I ended up, unfortunately, having a kidney stone. Do you know what that is? Yeah, he had one too. Really? Mm-hmm. It was horrific. Yeah. And so that's why he is now on me about drinking water. And so I I understand that it's coming from like a very serious place. Yeah, and I, yeah. I have to do better too. Yeah, I have to do better. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you how do you handle conflicts in your marriage? So one thing that we initially started off with was we will never go to sleep angry. We always need to resolve it that moment. And then also, if we have a conflict or an issue, we need to share it in that moment. Don't wait until later. Mm. Don't wait until tomorrow, next week, because it's like, oh, why are you bringing this up now? Let's <laughs> how address- long have you been thinking yeah, about this? Yeah, how long have you been thinking about it? Oh, it's been on your, the back of your mind this whole time? Um, so let's just address it and nip it in the bud right away. And I, we found that that's been really helpful for us. Like, because then we can under- try to understand where the other person's coming from, Um so that's one thing that we try to do. Just don't go to sleep angry. Try to fix it and try to understand at least. And I think one of the biggest things for us too is li- we try to listen with the intent of understanding, not with the intent of responding. And I, in the beginning of a relationship, we would just be listening and then respond, respond, respond. We wouldn't truly understand mm-hmm. what the other person was saying. Mm-hmm. So just listening to understand was our biggest thing. Wow. I just had a podcast interview with Mrs. Kev on stage and she's like a, you know who she is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she is wonderful. This conversation came up where she was saying that she and her husband do go to bed mad if it's just heated because they don't want to fight. They don't want to be in a situation where they say something that they don't mean. Mm -hmm. And I completely understood where she was coming from. I had more of the sentiment of you should not go to bed angry. Even if it's not resolved, you shouldn't go to bed angry. But in your relationship, your marriage, your temperaments are different. Your husband seems quite calm. It doesn't mean that when he gets upset, he doesn't change. Yeah. <laughs> but do your temperaments make it difficult to resolve an issue on the spot? Like, what if you're yeah. on vacation? What if you're at a restaurant? What if you're, yeah. you know, how do you make th- sure you do that? Yeah, no, wonderful question. I think with me, um, even though, like, you know, I'm telling you, like, we don't go to sleep angry— With me, when we're in a conflict, I shut down. Like, I don't speak. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to talk about this. But he's the one that's like, no, please, let's talk about this. Let's fix it. So then I'll start opening up. Um, But I'm really like, nope, you're not going to hear anything from me. I'm going to just go sit and like go sit here and do this. And I think for me, it's also because we want to make sure we're not saying something that's going to end up being disrespectful or something that we can ever take, we don't, we can't take back. And I think that's huge for us. So we always make sure that when we're in our little 
like arguments, we never say anything that like we wouldn't be able to take back. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's why I just sit there quiet. <laughs> And then he's like, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So then I start opening up. Um, But then um, I think for me, when we're also arguing, I kind of turn into Kourtney Kardashian. How so? Girl, I don't know much about her. I'm really like monotone. Okay. When I'm in like a disagreement, I'm like, but you said this and I didn't agree with this. So I'm mad. Like, I don't know why I do that. Like, I just (laughs) get really monotone and like just, and then he's like, you're showing me no emotion. Oh, (laughs) but to me, it's like, this is how I'm, I'm going to make sure I don't go over the top. I need to be monotone and mellow. Mm -hmm. So I don't go over the top. (laughs) So it's just like, we're still, it's 12 years where we're still working on communication. Communication is very difficult. Did you have to teach him how to deal with you? Because I know personally, I felt like I had to tell my husband, okay, when I'm upset like this, this is what I need you to do. And he's like, but I did that. And you and you still did it. And I'm like, you're right. But, <laughs> right, but keep doing it. Right. This is how I want you to talk to me. This is how I want you to, to touch me on my back or like talk to me in a really low tone. Like I, I really felt like I needed to teach him exactly what I needed because I also know that I could be mad for a very long time yeah. just for being mad. Like yeah. just because I want to stay mad a little bit longer. Yeah. And I had to come to the point where I had to realize, okay, I cannot continue being upset. Like, arguments need to end. And once it's resolved, it's resolved. Like, you don't hold on to the anger just to hold on to it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you want to have a healthy relationship, you can't hold on to it. You can't hold on to it. But yeah, we we both try to tell each other how the other should, you know, treat and approach, you know, situations. So, like, even this past week, I was like, when we're, like, going through this, I want to want you to speak to me like this. Like, we literally just had that same exact situation. And then for him, he wants me to not be quiet. He wants me to actually speak up. But also, don't speak in the monotone tone. Don't speak aggressively. Because sometimes when I'm in a debate, I will be speak aggressive, but I don't think that I'm doing it. Mm. So I have to learn mm. that, too. So I'm self-aware. <laughs> And he's also letting me know things about myself and then I let him know about himself. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I had to backtrack from that because I was in a place where I was very immature dealing with conflict with before we were married. And he would say something to me and I would say something that was just disrespectful or like I would just be demeaning in my response to him. And it was both ways. He would do it to me too. And it made me not want to open up. It made me want to shut down. When he asked asked me a question, it made me not want to tell him the truth. Mm. Right? And so we had to both learn that wasn't productive. Five-hour conversations are also not productive. Yes. It doesn't need to keep yeah. going on and on oh. and on. And you don't need to bring up things from what happened last time. That part. <laughs> so, that part. That's another thing that we have to go through too. Uh-huh. Like, why are we bringing up the other example? Let's talk about this <laughs> moment. About this one. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. It sounds like you've learned how to communicate with one yeah, another. Yeah, but we're still growing. You know, we're still learning. Every day we're learning new ways to communicate with each other. That's good. Mm-hmm. You have your clothing brand together. Congratulations, thank by the way. You. It's beautiful and it's very luxurious. Like yes, you thank you. But like, I've just been so busy. So I work full time and I feel like a lot of people don't know that on social media, but I'm trying to share with people more that I work full time. So what do you do? So I am a senior manager of Creator Success. So at the startup um, and what we do is we focus on top 10,000 YouTubers. Really? Yeah. So we give them the upfront capital and then for their, and we license like their like library content and we give them the upfront capital so they could 
do whatever they want with it, invest, build a house, build their business. And then my team, what we do is we help them continue to grow in their creator journey. So we'll give them like insights that they probably wouldn't find on YouTube. So we just continuously work with the creators to help them grow. That's amazing. Well, when you're giving them this money up front, are you taking the money back like through their revenue each month? Great question. So we um, sell the ad inventory. So we give them the money up front so that they have it. So it's kind of like a VC, right? Well, like, yeah, like we give them the money, right? So they can continue growing their business. But then also we sell the ad inventory. So say a brand wants to put an ad on your video. We sell that inventory. Wow, Mm -hmm. that's really cool. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's really cool. So that we're able to like you know, maybe set the pricing or we're able to actually tell the brand. So say like um, uh, Pepsi wanted to run an ad on your video. If you go into YouTube's um, ad inventory right now, Pepsi can't pick like, oh, let me put a, a video, an ad on Michelle's video. They can't do that. But we can be like, oh, you want to put an ad on Michelle's video? We can do that for you. So it's like a, you pay a premium, I'm sure. I don't work on the ad department. Sure. I just work on my department, right. but that's what I know. We that's do. great. Yeah. And do creators have to apply for this or you only choose the top 10,000 across all different like Genres, yeah, all different genres, but there are specific genres that they like working with the most. Some creators can apply, like you can apply to see if you'll get approved, right? Or sometimes we reach out to creators directly. That's so great. So I work on the community team. So after they've been brought in from the partnerships team, I work on um, making sure that we facilitate that relationship with those creators. So it's not just we give them capital. We want to also give them knowledge. That's wonderful. This Mm -hmm. is right up your alley. It is. It's literally right up my alley. Like, it's so crazy that my hobby in YouTube turned into like a full-time Isn't that amazing? Yeah. That is wonderful. Yeah. So I get to work with YouTubers all day long. (laughs) And then you also, but you still have your clothing line as well. I still have my clothing line. I did put a pause on it for a now I'll probably bring it back up soon, but I'm like, I moved to LA, I started a new job. I need to focus. Okay. I, I think I spur myself um like apart too too much. Too, too, yeah, too, thin. too thin. Okay. Mm-hmm. I see. So Essie, do you love fragrance? I do. You do? Yeah. What kind of smells do you normally? Okay, wear? so I love floral scents. Okay. Um and I love like so I have this Louis Vuitton perfume. Which that, one? Uh, it's um Au Reve. Au yes. Rev. Is it like kind of like Brown? No, it's a pink. Pink. Well, my colors are off anyway. So it's okay. <laughs> okay. It, it might be pink. Yeah. <laughs> so I just love floral scents. I love scents that actually also have like bergamot. Is Burg- it bergamot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bergamot, bergamot in it. Bergamot. Bergamot. Thank you. Um, and sandalwood. Oh, sandalwood is good. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a fragrance line. Yes, I know. It's called Fine Forever. Yes. <laughs> and I have fragrances. Thank you. I have some fragrances for you. And our debut fragrance has bergamot in it. Oh, perfect. And it has like some fruity and flowery notes. Oh, so. thank you so Bag much. Huge. Okay. I put all my Oh, beautiful packaging. Thank you. This fragrance is 2911. Oh my and this God. was our debut fragrance. <gasps> this is beautiful. I can't. Oh thank my God. It's, when she's I? talking about it, Danessa, like when she's smelling, you can just keep it on her. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, can I open it? And <laughs> yeah. Smell it yeah. Now? Yes. yes. Okay. And the packaging, like 10 out of 10. Thank okay. you. Let me, is it just a twister? Okay. Let me spray my. Oops. Ooh. And this is strong. Yes. What's Here. the alcohol like? 
it's I think it's twenty percent. It's like uh it's a parfum, so oh. it's like the highest level of perfume. Oil. This is so like feminine. Yes, it is. I love it. Mmm. Does it have a hint of musk in it? Am I No, it doesn't I doesn't have, have musk. musk. It has oud, it has that wood. That's scent. what I'm smelling. That's what Sorry, you're I don't really know my sense like that. It's okay. Um, ooh. Ooh, this is, and I feel like this would be great, like, even just to, like, wear myself or even layer. Because you know how sometimes people layer their perfumes? This is actually a really good one to layer. A lot of people have layered with it, and they love it. And it feels like it's going to stay on all day. And when you wake up in the morning. Yeah. Even if you take a shower. Oh, I, ooh, I love that. <laughs> so I have this Burberry perfume. It does not stay. Oh, really? It does not stay on. That's also a disappointment yeah. when you yeah. buy fragrances and stay on it. Mm, girl, I'm about to use this today. <laughs> And I'm going to Ghana, so this might be my Ghana scent. <laughs> mm, beautiful. Thank you so much. And yeah, you really did that with this packaging. I think one thing for me, I'm a sucker for packaging. Yeah. Yeah, and this is beautiful. It, it feels luxurious. It you know? is luxurious. Yeah. And this is. is our... This is the second fragrance. Even better. <laughs> Oh, this, is that velvet? It is velvet. It's like crushed velvet. And this Michelle. fragrance. <laughs> this fragrance is called Silent Storm. Wait, sorry. I need to show. First, let me show the people. Okay. Show, go ahead and show okay. the people. Do you see this packaging? Velvet. This is Silent Storm. You can just take a still. Like, you could just smile into the camera. Okay, and then off this one. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm like a kid in a And <gasps> Look. Oh my God. This is giving, yes, luxury, top tier. Let me help you. Thank you. My nails are really long. They are. Thank you so much. Okay. So what is this smell? So this one is more of like... Ooh, it's oh, softer. It's softer. It's musk. Yeah. Oh, so this is musk. This one's musk. It has like sea salt in it. Mm. It has coconut it's milk. Fresh. It's fresh. But yeah. it is a little bit sweet. It's not super, super fresh. Mm. But this smells like I'm going into like a rich woman's house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A rich like, woman's house. Yeah. <laughs> like this is going to be one of her top perfumes like on her counter. I would say so. Yeah. I would say so. It Fine definitely family. has like the luxury. It's, it's very rich. Yeah. They both have luxury, but this is like luxury. Luxury. Yes. Mm. They're very unique. You don't very smell unique. these kind of scents in the And store. I smell perfumes all the time. Like I love perfumes that I have never smelled something like this before. Oh. Very. Oh my God. I'm so proud of you. Wait, there's more? Okay. Oh keep them coming. <laughs> I know you love gifts from your, uh, what was it for your birthday? birthday. He was giving you gifts. Like every day or something. He sure was. <laughs> <laughs> this one is called Silenced. Oh, sorry. Say it again. This one is called Mustard Seed. Mustard Seed. Oh, beautiful. 10 out of 10 for the packaging. Do you want to help me? Oh, yes. Take this yes, 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 too. Yes. Okay. Is this one going to smell like this ocean? One, no. This okay. one's actually really bright and like happy and like uh, it's a little sweet. I really like this one, but this one changes on you when you wear it. And it's like... Uh, so it changes according to like your body, like... Your body, body chemistry. Yeah, It'll chemistry. change on you. Very cool. That's like the Baccarat. I think that one changes on you based on your body chemistry. It does. Ooh, sweet like candy. Yes. This is like if you want to be in like in a flirty mood. People mm. stop me all the time. 
all the time with this particular yeah. one. Yeah. Like, you smell so good. And people actually have said, you smell like candy. Candy. This literally smells like candy. Like, I want to eat it. <laughs> mm. Wow. I just love that you have, like, unique, distinct, distinct smells for each one. Yes, because they, there's so much on the market already. And it's yeah. like, a lot of times I will buy a fragrance. I'm like, this smells just like this. And there's just a very limited amount of fragrances, I feel like, in terms of scents. I wanted to create things that were truly unique and blends that were luxurious blends. Yeah. So I'm happy that They're all giving luxury. Oh, my God. I love all of them. Thank you. Thank you so much, my dear. So beautiful. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to... Okay, so so these mine? Those are yours. (laughs) Oh, yay. Yes, they're for you. What a beautiful day. <laughs> Let me take all this fine forever home. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Essie, for coming on the Dr. Daft Show. Thank you for being such a sweet person in my life and just being so genuine, authentic, and just allowing us to be able to come into your life a little bit. I know you don't share so much, but thank you for sharing with us today. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Like when you told me that you wanted me to be a guest, I was just like, oh, this is so amazing. Like you have such an amazing spirit and aura. So I just love like being around you and just being in your presence. Thank you. Same here. Thank you. Twin. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you all so much for watching. Bye-bye.